What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Welcome to The Daily Break. I'm Andrew Tallman. Here's what's happening today at Newsweek. We all know that car prices have gone sky high because of the pandemic, and it's kind of a complicated thing, but the short version is that when we weren't driving because we weren't able to go anywhere and we were all worried about the future, we stopped ordering new cars. So the manufacturers stop ordering new chips for those cars. So the companies that make the chips stop making chips for those new cars. Then when economies opened back up and people started driving again and they had money to buy new cars, guess what? There weren't any because they didn't have the chips. There's a lag, and as the chip manufacturers spool back up, they're supplying a market that's already got high demand because it's pinched on both sides, not having the supply on the back end because the chips aren't there, and then having extra demand on the front end. What does that mean? Higher car prices. What are we doing about it? We're keeping our cars longer. The average age of the vehicles on the road in the United States for the fifth straight year went up to 12.2 years, according to a study by S&P Global Mobility. That's a company that studies this kind of stuff. And they cite these factors as being the primary reasons why. The other side of this equation is we're not getting rid of old scrap cars by nearly the same number. Only about 11 million people junked their cars last year. The previous year had been 15 million cars. You also have the wrinkle that some people are moving from public transit around people to private transportation, car ownership, and that people, when they do upgrade their cars, are now upgrading them to used vehicles as opposed to new vehicles, again, raising the demand on used vehicles. But we're back to normal driving habits. In 2021, we increased our miles driven by about 10% to a very normal 12,300 on average per year. And here's the impact of that. If more people are driving the same number of miles on older cars, that means that they can expect to see more repairs. And so the advice here is that if people want to invest more in the repair sector of the economy, that's probably a good bet. All I can tell you is that personally, I always think about whether I am winning or losing compared to the average on these things. And my current Honda Civic, a 2007, 15 years old, above average. Of course, I also drove a Honda Accord to 330,000 miles and sold it running 17 years after it was made. So there I am, just keeping the averages up. <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. And now from the Be Careful What You Wish For file, the perils of Juneteenth if you're a major American retailer like Walmart. Yes, Juneteenth was named a federal holiday last year. That's June 19th in 1865, the day that the Union soldiers brought the news to Galveston, Texas, to the last group of enslaved black people in the United States, two years after the Emancipation Proclamation, that they were free. 
And if you've been paying attention, most Americans are taking this more seriously, having celebrations, eating food, doing things. And it's a little bit of an awkward thing, of course, because white people are a little new to this celebration, not quite sure what to do, don't want to make a sham of it and don't want to mess up, even though you know we typically want to do something to support it because it's obviously a good thing to celebrate the day when the slaves were freed. That's kind of a good thing for America. But that's exactly where the problems came in because at Walmart, they decided to sell Juneteenth ice cream. Which, again, you might think, not such a big deal. The flavors are cheesecake mixed with red velvet cake. And red velvet cake, of course, is a very common food item to consume for dessert on Juneteenth. There's a kind of a commemoration of the pain and the woe and, the unfortunately, the violence that was at the root of slavery. That's kind of part of the reason that one is eaten then. But, as you might suspect, not everybody loved the idea that Walmart was making bucks off of selling Juneteenth ice cream. Or anything else related to the holiday. Comedian Roy Wood made a comment, Would you like some Juneteenth ice cream on a Juneteenth plate as you sip your beer in a Juneteenth koozie? Well, obviously not everybody did. Social media largely thought this was outrageous, and Walmart agreed to pull the item. Walmart issued a very bland, Diplo-speak kind of comment, saying, We are reviewing our assortment and will remove items as appropriate. Oh, okay. You know, they tried. They got angry people. They withdrew. I do kind of wonder what's happening to all the ice cream, though. Like when jerseys for the team that lost the Super Bowl, you know, get shipped overseas and you find them roaming the streets variously because they can't sell them anymore. Same thing. I mean, I don't think they shipped the ice cream away, but did they let it go to waste? Did nobody get to eat this yummy deliciousness? That seems like a tragedy. But back to the protest. Some critics noticed that there actually is already a similar flavor of ice cream by Creamalicious, which happens to be a black-owned company in the South that makes... You guessed it, red velvet cheesecake ice cream and sells it at, you guessed it, Walmart. So Walmart didn't actually have to outsource this or rebrand it or try to trademark the term Juneteenth. Yeah, that's awkward. They could have just said, hey, in honor of our black-owned companies that we support, here's something cool for Juneteenth. They didn't do that. But here's kind of my thought on this thing. I think in America, you know you've made it when you're no longer happy with the holiday that represents your group. How many Christians are annually perturbed by the fact that on Christmas it's commercialized or Easter that it's commercialized, right? Christmas gifts and toys or bunnies with candied eggs and chocolate and peeps. Come on, that doesn't seem like Christianity. But of course, Christians are not alone. Many times veterans or their families don't like the way Memorial Day is celebrated and commercialized. Some people don't like the fact that Thanksgiving has become the big sale day as opposed to the day we think about the origins of the country. And this is true across the board. You get your holiday, and then it goes all sideways on you. That's how you know you've gotten there. If companies aren't profiteering off of your holiday, you're not a real holiday yet. And finally, from the aww file, that's six W's, by the way, if you're counting, we turn to Australia, where a couple of teenagers who are in love have made a really interesting discovery. Leah Menzies is 18 years old, and her mom passed away 11 years ago when she was just seven. And even though she'd been with her boyfriend, Thomas McLeod, for about seven months, and things are getting pretty serious, she was sad, basically, about the idea that her mom would never get to meet her boyfriend, who potentially might become her husband and then children. You get the point. And so she was just kind of bummed about that. And one day, they were going through old photo albums and yearbooks, which is what you do when you're a new couple. You see each other's pictures when you were kids. And so Thomas had gotten out his kindergarten yearbook, and all of a sudden, he made this kind of reaction And she says, what? Why are you being so dramatic? And he shows her a picture of his kindergarten class where his teacher was her mom. 
So yeah, kind of a cool moment, and of course this means that in fact her mom did meet him, obviously wouldn't know the future that was coming, but it was a really neat, sweet moment. And also, she didn't even know that her mom had been a teacher of kindergarten. It was apparently like for just one year. I didn't actually know that my mom taught at kindergarten. I, I just knew that she was a teacher. I didn't know she did kindergarten. So that was probably like only one year that she taught there. And it just so happened to be Thomas's year. So they revealed this in a TikTok video that's gotten like 33 million views. It's amazing. And, you know, people like songwriter Phineas have made the comments, oh, cool, sobbing. Cirque du Soleil posted a comment, said, great, shouldn't watch that before I went up on stage. And just in case you were wondering if there wasn't some other connection between these two beforehand that could have explained all of this, the follow-up video to the original TikTok, the couple clearly explained. So I didn't know Thomas before we started dating. We started dating seven months ago. Um, we met in high school, but yeah, we had no family connection prior to that, and yeah, there was no way that we knew each other. So for all of the endlessly repeated weird dances and odd and sometimes dangerous challenges on TikTok, every once in a while you do get some pretty cool emotional things like this. That's it for the Daily Break. Be sure to head over to Newsweek.com for these stories and more, including our growing podcast lineup, and consider subscribing to the digital and print editions of Newsweek if you don't already. If I can ask you for a favor, hit the five-star review before you go. I appreciate it. I'm Andrew Tallman. Thanks for listening to the Daily Break, brought to you by Newsweek.